Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. My name is Gianna Castro and I am your host. We're not doing an interview this week. Um, I've had, you know, such a great time interviewing people within these past few weeks and doing my own stuff. Uh, this week we're going to do a little, uh, you know, just me talking and talking to myself because I'm talking alone in, in the office of my house right now. <laughs> Um, I do have some big news that I'll get into uh, in a bit. Uh, First, I would just like to say that I am transitioning from recording on Anchor to Red Circle. One of my coworkers told me about Red Circle and how I can, you know, put my podcast in more places and it's just so much user friendly. And as soon as I signed up for an account, it was like, it was like, oh my God, you're so right, like this podcasting software is just so much better. Um, And uh, this is going to be my first episode that I'm publishing through Red Circle. Again, this isn't sponsored. I'm not going to have any sponsored content for a while um, since I'm leaving Anchor. And when I was on Anchor, I was doing commercials for them, um, you know, talking about their podcasting app. Now, when I'm on Red Circle, I'm going to have to wait. Um, but you can find me now on Amazon Music, Stitcher, uh, Pandora's in the works, iHeartRadio is in the works, a lot of different podcasting places. Um, I'm still on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Anchor, Red Circle. Uh, so every single place that I'm on will be linked down below in this description. So if you're listening on Spotify, but you're thinking, oh, maybe... I like using Anchor or Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, you know, whatever one you're more comfortable with, go ahead and use that. Uh, I won't have the links, I'll just have, you know, the different places that you can listen to the show, and I'll still have the same old description, um, special links, places you can find me on social media, places you can find the podcast on, what today's episode's been about, everything like that. In exciting news that I haven't been able to share um, <laughs> since, you know, I'm doing these episodes where I'm interviewing people and I don't get to really talk about myself as much, is I I am now a basketball manager for Loyola University Chicago's women's basketball team, which is so, so, so exciting. Um, you know, I didn't think it would be possible to do something like this for a while Um, some people may not see it as a big deal, but I'm a student manager of a Division I women's basketball team, so that's pretty flippin' cool. Um, like, I don't know, I, I didn't envision my college career, uh, doing this kind of thing. Uh, I get free merch, I get to travel with the team, I get to, you know, help practices, and I get paid, which is a plus. Um, I don't have to worry about finding another job at the moment, um, but again, I am a student manager for Loyola University Chicago's women's basketball team. So if you live in the Chicagoland area and you ever want to come down to a Loyola game, uh, I'm one of the managers. So if you recognize Giannabel Castro from the Women's Sports Matter podcast, um, you want to say hi, go ahead. Um, it would be really cool to meet people that listen to the show. I have a lot of family that listen to the show now. Um, Ever since I did that Jordan Larson episode, which is the previous episode that I did, I've just 
to hear my family and friends and random people on the internet talk about how awesome that podcast was, um, you know, how great of an interviewer that I was, or just overall how the episode went, I want to say thank you. Um, I'm really, really proud of that episode. I'm really proud of what is happening with the show. Um, I want to give a shout out to my friend Max, uh, newly, newly friend Max. He is the uh, broadcaster for the Gary South Shore Railcats of the American Association. That's a baseball team in Gary, Indiana. Um, he was filling in for our announcer, Joe Brand, um, a few homestands ago, or one homestand ago, and you know, through the three days that I've met him, he's given me so much advice, you know, with this podcast and uh, with announcing in general and just talking to people. Um, he got his job after he graduated from UC Santa Barbara because um, they saw his podcast and they asked him if they wanted, if he wanted to be their broadcast announcer. For the team and I was thinking after I talked with Max I was like whoa I didn't know that that's something that could happen um, and my goal with this podcast now being inspired but with what happened with Max is to become possibly a podcaster or a broadcaster for a sports team it's something that I wanted to do when I was little and I'm kind of seeing that dream be more realistic now as I am starting to go through college and doing all these different extracurriculars and having my own side projects like this podcast. Um, he gave me so much great advice. Um, hopefully I can get him on the show to talk about, you know, how he did all that because dude's great. Um, it's really, really a shame that I only got to see him for three days. Um, such an amazing energy to be around. Um, so I don't know if you're listening, Max, but I, I really appreciated our time together in Geneva. Um, what what a pleasure to be around. He's so he's so great. Um, he's the announcer for the Gary South Shore Railcats, uh, a baseball team in the American Association. I work for the King County Cougars, which is a baseball team in the American Association, and I'm their live stream producer. I don't know if I've ever talked about that on here. Um, but basically what I do is it's like, you know how you're watching a baseball game and the they pick the angles to show? That's what I do. Um, that's a pretty lame way to explain it. But uh, it's basically picking what angles to show up on the screen uh, when you're watching the game. That's my job, and it's super cool. I've met so many great people while doing it. I've even met a player on the team who uh, went to a rival high school of mine so I my experiences right now are awesome um, and one thing that I want to do and continue to do and want to other see to see other people do is to diversify sports um, you know it's 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 really something to see other people like you doing these kinds of jobs because growing up I didn't have any of that um, Women's sports are becoming more and more popular, as shown by TV ratings and revenue and just everything, especially with 2020. Um, really just 
the WNBA and NWSL and NWHL doing great things um, with the Olympics coming up, the Women's World Cup in 2019. Um, softball being added to the Olympics again. Just the, the amount of hard work that is going on right now. Um, and for these kids to have role models to look up to. I didn't even know who to look up to as a kid. Um, I, I watched the White Sox growing up. I was a huge baseball fan. Um, actually, that's what today's episode is about. It's a little segue. Um, huge baseball fan growing up. Uh, Carlos Quinton was my favorite baseball player. I liked him because his number was 20, and I was born on the 20th of June. So um, I guess that's how that happened. But I, I still have my Carlos Quinton White Sox jersey, and I followed him around, you know, making sure he was doing okay in San Diego or wherever he went up. Uh, I actually saw a San Diego White Sox game when Carlos Quinton was on the Padres. It was nice to see him play that one last time. Uh, I didn't know that was going to be the last time I was seeing him play, though. But it was still super, super cool. Um, Seeing people like you in whatever industry you want to be in, whether it's you know public service or in the sports industry, I know for me... Um, as I've been growing up, I've been picking people that I want to look up to. Um, and now that I'm growing up and starting to realize all these different things about me that I didn't know before, it's, it's, I don't even know how to say it. It's like, my life is changing and I'm getting so many different perspectives. Um, it's so nice to find people that fit how I'm feeling or fit, you know, like, who I am, too. It's nice to know that I'm not alone. Um, you know, with a lot of queer athletes, um, even athletes that are coming out as trans and still participating in the NWSL uh, and using, like, they, them pronouns, I love that shit. <laughs> like, I am so happy that these people are comfortable with coming out and being different and and introducing their true selves to the world. Um, I just, it makes me happy. I know it makes a lot of people happy. Like, one of my favorite players in the NWSL uh, to look up to is Quinn, who's Canadian and uses they, them pronouns. Is the first ever person to come out as transgender in the NWSL. They're not going to uh, transition, though, but uh, so the fact that they wanted to, to, to say that to the world and to inspire other people um, is amazing. Now, when I was 13, I wrote a letter to the commissioner of baseball because I was upset about the lack of, you know, women in baseball. Lack, <laughs> that's that's a word. Um, how about zero? Zero women in baseball. Now, this is when there was no female hitting coaches or whatever, you know? This was 2015. So I'm going to read you my letter that I sent. And I'm going to read you the letter that Robert Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, sent me back. And he signed it, too. Although, by the looks of this... 
Did he sign it or was it from the computer? I still can't tell if he actually signed it or not. You know, he did because he signed over Robert Manfred Jr. He signed over the Jr. So I'm just going to pop this out of here. Oh, that's a long intro, 12 minute long intro. I'm, I'm recording using Audacity now instead of recording on Anchor. So this is going to be fun, a fun time. So I was 13 when I, I wrote this letter. I, uh, I did it without telling my parents. I did it without telling my sister. I told my grandparents because as a seventh grader, <laughs> I didn't know how to how to write a letter or how to mail one. It was a seventh or eighth grade. This is fun. I don't know what year I sent this. 2015 in December. I was definitely in eighth grade. Yep, 8th grade. I wrote this when I was in 8th grade. I thought it was 7th grade. But, um, I didn't want to tell my mom. Because she was going to be mad at the part that I wrote about her. Um, which is, like, so resolved now. Like, we're over what I wrote about. Um, it, it, it was stupid, basically. It's nothing, we don't argue about it anymore or whatever. But, you know, I wrote to the commissioner of baseball, and he wrote back. And that's what today's episode is about. I was trying to, as a 13-year-old, I was trying to say, hey, we need more diversity in baseball. Um, and that was something I was super passionate about. And I'm still passionate about. I'm kind of thinking, maybe after I record this, tomorrow I'll write a letter to him and be like, knock, knock. Hey, Rob, do you remember me? Um... I'm writing the letter again to you. And I want an answer back this time. Because um, we're making progress, but we're not making enough. Um, so here's my letter that I wrote as a 13-year-old to the commissioner of baseball. And uh, I, I read this earlier, and my cousin read it earlier, and she was laughing at me. <laughs> um, so... I'm a little embarrassed by this because this is me as a 13-year-old, and uh, I still write the same. <laughs> Not really. More like the attitude I still write the same. Um, but I'm embarrassed of this, but I'm going to read it. And the world was going to hear what I said to Rob Manfred. And the world's going to hear what Rob Manfred said back to me. So without further ado, here's my letter to Commissioner Rob Manfred. Dear Rob Manfred, I'm a 13-year-old girl from Bolingbrook, Illinois. Well, I'm, I'm a 19-year-old person from Naperville, Illinois. Um, a few things have changed from there. I'm 19 now, and I, and I hate gender. <laughs> I'm non-binary now, and I use they, them pronouns, so that's a little different. But anyway, baseball has been my favorite sport since kindergarten. I've been a White Sox fan since I was born. I checked the official MLB at bat app every day, and I know a lot about baseball. I can name all the teams in second grade. Then again, you're probably wondering why I'm writing you this letter. You'll find out later. I am super sassy, um, and I was super pissed when I was writing this. So I guess that translates into, you know, how I am in this letter. <laughs> Again, 13-year-old me did not hold back 
at all. I've had an interest in sports since I was a little girl. I did one year of gymnastics, then I quit. I quit when I was in preschool. Yeah, fun fact about me. Since preschool, I have done a sport every year except for fourth grade, my senior year of high school, and my freshman year of high school. My senior year of high school and my, I mean my freshman year of college. My senior year of high school and freshman year of college, uh, that's due to the pandemic. But fourth grade, well the reason is coming up for fourth grade. I started playing baseball in kindergarten. I went to my first practice and I realized there weren't a lot of girls. The practices and games were fun, so I played again the next year. I played baseball from kindergarten to third grade. After one of my games in third grade, I asked my mom if I could play baseball again next year. She told me no, because girls can't play baseball. I got really sad and I think I cried because she hurt my feelings. Let's talk about that one for a little bit. Um, I did cry about it. I'm going to admit to that. I was super upset. Um, the fact that, you know, my mom was telling me that I couldn't play baseball anymore really uh, made me super upset. I was devastated. Um, I, I really wanted to play baseball my entire life. And once that happened, I didn't play again until eighth grade. And it, it baseball changed so much between third grade and eighth grade for me. Um, it was... It was a hard moment for me, but then again, as a third grader, it's like, whatever. Um, but the, the fact that that was said hurt me a lot. And I'm going to keep going. In fourth grade, I switched over to a Catholic school. My friends played softball, so they said I should play. I went to two practices. The second practice, I quit. The reason I quit softball was because it was nothing like baseball. My mom got super upset for me quitting because of money, but I stuck with my choice. I went to the Bulls and Sox Academy in Lyle, Illinois. My first practice of softball sucked. <laughs> I was like, this isn't baseball. This is so wrong. Like, why am I playing with a ball that was colored in with a highlighter? Um, and nothing against people that play softball. But it just, when you go from baseball to softball, and I don't think it really matters at what age you're doing that. It's super, super different. And, and as a third grader, or as a fourth grader, I realized right away that it was different. And I knew in my heart that I didn't want to do that because of, like, gender norms. As a little kid, I was already trying to break gender norms, um, which, you know, I still do to this day. Nothing, nothing different at all. But I quit softball my, after my second practice. I was like, Mom, I don't want to play softball. It sucks. It's not baseball. Um, I don't even want to try, honestly. Like, you're the one that made me do softball, and I don't like it. So and she got pissed. She was like, I just spent all this money. Because you said you wanted to play softball. And here's my comeback now, Mom. Um, I never wanted to play softball. And I told you that I didn't want to play. I, In my heart, I knew that baseball was the sport for me. 
Um, and I knew that as soon as I went into that softball practice, like I just knew baseball always has a special place in my heart. Um, but I'm going to keep going. People in my class know that I know so much about sports and they tease me. I'm okay with the teasing because I like knowing a lot about sports. Um, I, when I was little, and when I was in school, you know, elementary school, grade school, middle school, whatever you want to call it, um, I got teased a lot, you know, for being the athletic girl and for being the one that knew a lot about sports. I got asked a lot, you know, like, am I actually a girl? Because I knew all this stuff about sports and I was athletic and it bothered me. Um, but I liked knowing about sports. It made me confident. It made me feel different. It was like me breaking these gender norms since I was a little kid. Um, it made me happy to know that sometimes I did know a little bit more than the guys. Um, but to continue on. One time, two kids in my class were fighting about what position Paul Canerico played. They asked me about it, and I told them he played first base for the White Sox. This is actually a true story. Um, I got a lot of questions about the White Sox. But these two kids, it was like fourth grade, maybe. Uh, fourth or fifth grade. They were fighting about where Paul Canerico played, you know? Like first, second, third, whatever. And I was like, guys, he's the first baseman. But anyway... I'm an 8th grader now, and I've been through a lot. So true. But I, I'm a sophomore in college, and I've still been through a lot. Anyway, I've played basketball since 5th grade, and my coaches told me I'm really good. I don't want to pursue a basketball career. If anyone asked me about what I wanted to be when I grew up, I told them an athlete. I really don't tell a lot of people this, but I want to be the first woman baseball player in Major League Baseball. Um, let's talk about this for a hot second. Reading, reading this out loud kind of makes me want to choke up a bit. Because I wrote stories, I wrote poems, I've told people about, you know, that dream. I did want to be an athlete, actually. Um, I wanted to be an athlete growing up, and it never happened. I'm getting a little close with being that student manager though. That's kind of close to living the dream. Um, but I know what I want to do now. This was me as a little kid. Um, it was, it's a nice dream to have, obviously. Uh, my world was not like, there was no like natural disaster or whatever. That's bad boring. Bad wording. Um, I wasn't super upset when I realized that I couldn't become an athlete, but I still wanted to work within the world of sports, and, I, and I'm still kind of doing that now, even though this isn't really a job, it's more of a, ho a hobby and uh, doing things on my own. And I'm going to school for journalism, and I, mean, I want to learn about that stuff. But um, I wanted to be the first woman baseball player in Major League Baseball, and uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, moving on. 
My mom said I could play baseball again this year. Well, it would be next year, since I was writing this in December, and it would be in 2016. I want to play baseball in high school, so I can get better at something I like to do. During the summer and fall, I play baseball with my sister as long as we can. I taught her how to catch, bat, and pitch. She said she wanted to play baseball just like I did. Um, I couldn't try out at my high school for baseball. I went to a Catholic school, um, and they told me, no, you can't play baseball because you're a girl, but you could play softball instead because that's the girl's equivalent. There is no girl's equivalent to baseball. There's no guy's equivalent to softball. Those are two different sports with two different balls, with two different diamonds, two different sized fields, two different si uh, distance between the bases, um, two different throwing styles. Um, it's, it was in, uh, frustrating, you know, five years ago when I was told that I couldn't play baseball for my high school. I couldn't even try out um, for baseball at my high school. And what, so what happened was I played baseball eighth grade and freshman year of high school. So that would have been end of eighth grade in the summertime. And then I played fall ball. So that would have been up to like October. I actually got to play at the Field of Dreams with my park district. So that was super fun. We went up to Dyersville, Iowa, um, to play at the Field of Dreams, the actual field. Um, and one of the umps was a was in the film. Um, so it was super cool to do that. But they didn't let me play baseball or try out for baseball at my high school my freshman year. It was, it was upsetting. Um, there was nothing I could do about it. All I did was complain about it. Um, the softball coach wanted me to try out, but I was like, no. So I played soccer instead. Um, I played soccer for two years at that school. And then when I left, I played frisbee. And uh, it's something that I still want to do in college, even though it would be a club team. Um, but to continue on with this last paragraph, why did I write this letter, you may ask? I wrote this letter to show you that girls can play and to tell you that you should get girls to play America's pastime. I heard about the 16-year-old shortstop from France who made MLB history. I would rather have her be the first rather than me. Girls can play. Show this letter to people you want to show. I don't care if this ends up in the news somewhere. I want you to read and understand this letter. I don't want to get a letter saying you have too many letters and you can't read it. I took time to write this letter. So can you change history? And then it was signed from Gianna Belcastro. Um, I am proud of that letter. Um, obviously there's so much that I could have done with this, but I was in eighth grade. And I'm a very different person now. But um, here's Robert Manfred's response. He wrote back to me within six days. Um, and I thought that was super, super cool. I didn't get that letter until, like, maybe a week after that he did that. But it's got the official 
um, Office of the Commissioner letterhead, um, and he actually signed on the bottom. I'll post these on Twitter, and I'm thinking about making a Facebook. So, if you want to read these letters, I'll post them on social media. On Twitter, here's a little thing. Follow me on at WSM Podcast. I'm on Instagram at Women's Sports Matter. On Facebook, I don't know if I'm going to be doing that. But it's something I've been thinking of. Dear Gianna, I received your thoughtful letter dated December 11th. I wanted to ensure that you received a response. I applaud your passion for our game. Baseball is a game for everyone. There is no rule that prevents a woman from playing professional baseball, and I will be thrilled when a female player reaches the major leagues one day in the future. It will mark a wonderful day for the sport of Jackie Robinson, a sport that proudly stands for inclusion and respect for all. We would welcome such a breakthrough wholeheartedly, and I believe that it would be particularly poignant for our game's millions of female fans. Over the past year, we have seen some exciting strides in this regard, including, as you noted, the exciting story of Melissa Mayu. We look forward to additional advances in the future. My foremost goal as commissioner is to bring bring more people into our game as players and as fans. The millions of young women and girls who play coach, and support softball and baseball represent an enormous part of our game's future. We are working closely with USA Baseball to improve the accessibility of baseball and softball in our communities. Our new Play Ball program, which launched in June, is our signature program for expanding youth participation both in organized leagues and in casual settings. I can assure you that Major League Baseball is steadfastly committing committed to opportunities for all. Our sport has in place a workplace code of conduct that calls for respect and sportsmanship. We also have a zero-tolerance policy for harassment, harassment or discrimination based on gender, race, color, religion, national origin, or sexual orientation. I thank you for reaching out to me, and I hope to see you play in the major leagues one day. On behalf of Major League Baseball, I wish you the very best in school, on the diamond, and in all of your future endeavors. Sincerely, Robert D. Manfred Jr., Commissioner of Baseball. Wow. Um, I haven't read that out loud in a while. I just noticed the sexual orientation part and that really got to me. Um, 2015 was a long time ago. The fact that that's included in there. Like, I came out in 2017. Um, you know, um, that is super cool. I just noticed that it was there. Um, I'm thinking about writing back to him, and if I do, I'll make an episode about it. But I wanted to share with you something I did a long time ago <laughs> and the response that I got for it. Again, it's super cool that the Commissioner of Baseball answered me. Um, And I think I might not write another letter to him again. You know, including the one that he wrote to me, the one that I wrote to him, and a new one. You know, talking about what I'm doing now. And um, how nothing really has changed. And, you know, citing incidents that have happened in the past. um, Where there has been harassment. And there has been things going on. Because not everything is perfect. Um... 
And I don't care about the advancement. Well, I do care about the advancement of softball and stuff. But it's it's more of getting girls or just anyone in general to know that they can play baseball or they can play softball. It doesn't matter what gender you are. You can play any sport you want. Um, just something, you know, to think about. I'm, I'm really proud of 8th grade me for doing this. Um, I'm very, very thankful that the commissioner himself wrote back and signed it. Um, it's, it's really cool to, to think that, like, you know, my younger self was brave enough and had the courage to do that because I wasn't like that when I was little. I'm more of like that now. So, uh, can I get a round of applause for me? Uh, eighth grade me? That's my little round of applause. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, so it's 11.30 p.m. now, the day before I have to post this episode, so I'm a little tired. Um, so I'm just gonna end things here. Of course, I have this really, 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 really exciting interview that I'm doing later this week. Super, super pumped. Um, like, the guests that I have coming on this show get better and better, you know, each time. Um, hopefully soon I can have, like, another NWSL player on or a WNBA player, someone that plays professional hockey. Like, just, I want more cool people on this show. It's, this has been such an amazing journey this past year, um, and I literally can't wait for more. There's so much exciting stuff that I'm going to be doing with this show, and hopefully I can make a career out of this, because I really, really, really like doing this, and I, I love this hobby so much, um, I like that people like listening to me, because, I don't know, I never imagined I'd be doing anything like this. Wow. Enough about that. If you want to follow me on Twitter, guess what? You can. You can follow me at WSM Podcast. And on Instagram, you can follow me at Women's Sorts Matter. Um, follow me on both, please. I want to reach 100 followers soon for both. I'm close with both. I'm like 30, t- 35 with one of them and like 40 with another some random number. I'm close to 100. Give me to 100 followers. Hopefully I can be uh, verified one day on both platforms. That's a long shot for right now. Um, I think I'm going to start uploading stuff to my YouTube again. That's something. Um, look up Woman Sports Matter Podcast on YouTube and hit the subscribe button. Speaking of subscribe... You should definitely subscribe to my podcast to know when another episode will be up. Follow my podcast on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, um, rate my podcast on Apple Podcasts, you know, do all those fancy dancy things, because that's fun. Support my podcast. Hey, guess what? Do you want to give money to me? If so awesome. There is a little thing on my podcast website, which is linked down below. 
where you can hit a button that says support this podcast. And you can support me so I can get new recording equipment to make me sound even better than before. You know, new headphones. Maybe an editing software that makes me sound better. A new microphone. Um, you know, one of those little pads that you can have sound effects on. Huh. Yeah, help me out, folks. Support this podcast if you want to. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying that you you have to. But I'm just saying if you want to be generous, like my friend Gerald was. He, he supported my podcast for a little bit. Um, he... <laughs> I, I tell I said as a joke, hey, you should give me money, you know, each month, and he did, which he didn't have to do. Um, but uh, since I'm not gonna have sponsors for a while, you know, if you want to help support this thing, go ahead. Again, this is free for you to listen to, and this is my free time doing it. So if you want to be nice, click that link. Um, give me a dollar or whatever, you know, I'm going on and on about this. Support me or don't support me. Do what you want. But I'm just saying it's an option. You can do it. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to another episode. I'm so tired right now, I'm going to go to sleep. But you're going to be listening to this at 10 a.m. in the morning. Well, at least that's when my episodes come out. I'm only doing once-per-week episodes for now on because, uh, I am almost going back to school soon, and I'm not going to be able to do two episodes a week. So it's going to be one episode a week, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Um, Shout out to all my international listeners. Um, I didn't think this was going to go beyond the U.S. Um, To my new listeners and new followers, because of the Jordan Larson interview, thank you so much for listening. Shout out to all of you. And to the listeners that have been listening for a while, which is basically my mom and my family members, uh, thank you so much for listening. That's going to be it for me. I'm going to go to bed now. Uh, This is the Women's Sports Matter podcast. My name is Gianna Castro. Thank you all so much for listening. I will see you next week. That's all, folks. Bye.